DJs. Here we go. Hello, robots, big and small, from around the world! Oh my gosh. Uh, we're uh, back. We're back, again. We're back. Yes, we're back. We never left. Mm. They did. <laughs> yeah, you guys <laughs> you left. You guys left. You guys really we let us down by not... never le- left. Yeah. We've been talking into these microphones since the last time you heard from we us. We forgot to hit record for the last year. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody... You. It was. You, it's kind of on you, it our is on fans, you. for not... Going over and saying, like, hey, guys, I, I noticed you're you talking to You knew we were studio. doing this, and you let us just run in circles, uh, metaphorically. A year of content. Yeah. That will never be released, <laughs> because it's just we private do have a couple, conversations. We do have a couple episodes that will be released. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Uh, out of order. We have a couple in the can, yeah, You're going to get say, a couple coming up, but, and we recorded in a different order than they're presented, and you have to figure it out. It's like a puzzle. But, but here we are. Here we are. Because the last uh, month has been an incredibly exciting time to be a Daft Punkin. A Daft Perhaps pumpkin. more more newsworthy stuff from the Daft Punk camp than we've had in ten in years. The preceding ten years, honestly. Well, at least I don't know. Last five. Yeah. 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 Just since I, the weekend stuff. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, uh, they uh, uh, they spent a year completely dormant. We hadn't heard from them at all. Then. On the year anniversary, we had that Mayan live stream. That was awesome. I just, uh, I just did that again. I just, I, I was, I was, I needed something, and I was like, you know what? I threw open my uh, sash. screen record. I threw open my sash. No, I threw open my screen record. So I have the Mayan concert. Uh, I know it's it's great, but I, I watched it the other day again, and fuck, man, is it good? Some of the folks from uh, um, from the Daft Punk Discord are aware that we, we recorded that. At hey, you know what? Make, <laughs> make me an offer. I'm not taking money. No, no, no. They I'm don't, not taking money at all. They uh, don't like it. They, they don't like that. They don't like that I have it? Uh-uh. Okay, come talk to me. Come come talk to me. They you know where to find me. Come to Detroit and talk to me about it. Tell me you're displeased with me. I, You know what? I want to be able to watch that set. I'm sorry, man. Yeah. It is what it is. Actually, you know what I'm talking about? Before we get too deep in this, uh, I, uh, I, I my name is uh, Darren Shelton. Well, welcome. I'm Andy Reid. I'm Devin Rosenar, Devin Jetsky. Wow. And this is a live, a Daft Punk podcast. This is good ground. This is <laughs> this was formerly a live, a Daft Punk podcast. We are kind of starting to switch formats a little bit. We are here talking to you to this week exclusively about Daft Punk. I'm going to talk about other stuff, too. <laughs> okay, maybe Mm-mm. I won't. I'll, I'm going to slap you on the wrist every time you do. It's okay. Uh, you'll, and I'm going to slap you hard enough for the listeners to hear it. Good. <laughs> yes, yeah. that's, ah! that's one. Oh, so keep on track. It's okay. Because those slaps are going to get harder that, harder. that that slap I just received was the only slap we're getting because I have that video. Ah! <laughs> yeah, because that's also not Daft Punk talk. Uh, okay, fine. Uh if you, the listener, could guess where I'm slapping him every time, I'll send you something in the mail. Keep it clean. <laughs> yeah, keep it clean. <laughs> Darren doesn't want people to know he's getting his We're ankles get slapped. My ankles inundated <laughs> with emails about me slapping you on the penis. Yeah, it's okay. It's <laughs> that's part of the course. That would be the worst place to slap somebody. On the penis? On the penis. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're how many minutes in and we're doing dick talk already? <laughs> Welcome back to dick talk. <laughs> um, so... 
Uh, Word on the street is that we're changing formats. <laughs> <laughs> what, let's just do the episode. We'll um, talk about the format change. Yeah, later. so uh, we'll see. We're, we're talking about Tomas and uh, uh, some of the Daft Punk news this week. Uh, in subsequent weeks, uh, we're, uh, we're going to shoot for uh, semi regular episodes and we're going to talk about a wide variety of dance music. Uh, uh, you'll see. So today, though, so we planned this episode to talk about mythologies, um, but uh, we woke up today to uh, incredible news. <laughs> Andy's very excited. Oh my god! But um, I uh, the studio outtakes uh, came out. Yeah, this I was as uh, we're recording this. Um, I uh, um, my wife went to bed uh, last night, and I went and uh, laid up in my vibe den. Brag dead. much? Yeah, my wife. Uh, she goes to bed every night. <laughs> Every night, every day. I know. I know that I. I could. I. I know how lucky we are that that we've figured out a, a way to sleep every day. But yeah. we do sleep. It's <laughs> good. We're gonna sleep every day. She went to sleep. I went upstairs, and then out of nowhere at midnight, this little number comes just pops up on the old Spotify. Yep, it does. Um. Uh. Give life back to music. Studio outtakes. Holy. Moly. <laughs> Holy moly is right. It rocks. It really does rock. I I um Do so we want to hear a clip of it or we want to just go for it? Well we'll listen to a clip in a second. I, I was we you know what? Okay, here. I'm gonna I'm gonna preface this with saying I love Daft Punk. I do. We know this. You've heard us talk about Daft Punk for so long. But we had a little conversation earlier today, uh, between the three of us. Um part of me. Part of me doesn't love all the TikTok stuff that's been coming out. Uh part of me part of me um I don't know. There's something about when it filling in the blanks. Something about us. There's something about us, um, and it's fr- fresh. Uh, I don't know, man. We we can riff later. Uh, but I, I think that like you what can I cut said, a funnier riff into that section. Uh, yeah, of the I will. I'll replace post. that. Clap. We'll 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 do that in post. But I, I was saying earlier that um, there is part of this stuff. This this kind of like end of Daft Punk retrospective look. Um, where this kind of like TikToks and, and behind the, the scenes videos and stuff, um, it fills in the blank to the to the mythology of my, Daft Punk, and that's something I love so much. And, my, and uh, my issue with it is that uh, at a certain it was cute when it started, but at a certain point, it became very clear that no, none of the behind, but none of the clips, none of the reels, none of the TikToks were a- anything new. It was all right. like it was all. Um, uh, special features yes. from like the DVDs, yeah. Uh, um, that it and it's like okay, this and I get is it. Don't great. worry. I mean, it's, I it is, cool. but it's it's uh, very cool. It gives context to stuff we love, yeah. and I love that. I I was much more excited about the um, looking at my phone on a random weekday and Daft Punk is live on YouTube. Um, those were m- more exciting yeah. uh, to me. We, the, what was the one set that that came? Uh, they did the uh, they. Last week, two weeks ago, uh, they just surprise went live on YouTube and they played um, one of the only DJ sets uh, from the Discovery era. It was from 2001. It was like um, a relief uh, relief benefit show um, uh, in London for uh, um, for Af- like a like for yeah. like Afghans. I, th- I think what was cool about that is it got me in that you know it got us in that mini rabbit hole. I'm texting Andy. I'm like the first song is this, the second song is this. What are we listening to right now? Yeah. And it was exciting, yeah. and I love that excitement, and I and I love I love that about what they've been doing. Um, the behind the scenes stuff, it, it is cool. It is it cool to give context to for some a while, stuff. But um, at a certain point, I'm like, all right, we've seen the storyboards from. From the fresh video, yeah. or, you know, like, and then we've seen the burning 
right. script storyboard things. I get it. And I woke up today to Andy uh, incredibly excited yeah. text message. And I was like, oh, man. And, and I didn't want to be, you know, whatever. But I, this was very cool. Is, I, I, I yeah. will say this is a change of pace. Well, I'm very excited to get this. They announced the, the Ram stuff. <clears throat> yes. Uh, when did they announce that? Was that on? It was the two-year anniversary was so I'm kind of hopeful that we get a little present from these fellas every every year. Yeah. The first year was the Mayan show. The present this year was the announcement that they were going to do a ten year re release of Ram with like thirty seven minutes of never before heard stuff. Yes. Well I, I this is dumb of me, but like we did the homework album cycle and then for some reason <clears throat> I was just expecting the next thing we got to be something from Discovery. Yeah. But that it's not really due for. I mean, they did the twentieth anniversary the year they broke up, right? So the next like big anniversary for that is, you know, the twenty five. Yeah, I mean, I think that that uh, we I, I would imagine we have some things to look forward to on any big anniversary. And like, I'm gonna pull away from Daft Punk for a second and, and talk about the Chemical Brothers because uh, I do that a lot. But like, we're we're trying to figure out when are we get ow. <laughs> Uh, when are we gonna get a, get a Chemical Brothers album, right? We we I was making predictions. We're gonna get one in June. We're gonna get one in April. And of course, it's gonna be on their thirty year yeah. band anniversary, right? Like I think that that the band anniversary, the band anniversary. But I think that that is, you know, I mean, the magic of Daft Punk is still trying to figure this out. Uh, you know what I mean? And it is like I don't know. In some ways, I think it's yeah. a little bit simpler than than we make it. Yeah. Um, in some ways, I'm sure it's more complex. Well, I said this in the chat earlier, but it's like, you know. This whole thing feels like Tomas trying to deflate some of the mystique and some of the mythology around Daft Punk so that he can move on to other stuff. And I was saying it's funny that he does this mythology's record while he's trying to like demythologize all the Daft Punk stuff. Yeah. I um I found this quote from him in his Pitchfork interview very interesting. Um uh he's talking about um theater theatricality and how it relates to Daft Punk. He said to me the Daft Punk character and the Daft Punk project was uh, always felt like this Marina Abramovich performance art installation, especially when you consider the robots. We would be in those characters that were not really us, but you blur the lines between reality and fiction. That was the enjoyable part. Uh, Gimon and I loved Andy Warhol when we were 12 years old and this idea of pop art. You don't know where uh, the art is. It's a little bit uh, in the presentation and a little bit in the work, but it's everywhere. Yeah, he, I think it is. He is. He's coming he's stepping back into the limelight as a normal guy now yes. and like i as a daft punk fan for i don't know how, for my entire since adolescence i never thought that i would see tomas my favorite musician in any light other than this like this silhouette of a person behind the project and he and he's giving us that it's been very exciting yeah. to and see gotten, him come out as a, just a person personal with it you know when yeah. he was talking about um he mentioned his his he's never talked about uh the his his mom's passing right after yeah. discovery and he's he's he mentioned that, that and he mentioned yeah. it he was talking about you know he's like you know they're asking him about like club stuff and he's like well you know i recently went to the ed banger party and it was fun because i hadn't seen armand van helden in a while and also my son's 20 now so yeah. i get to you know take him out for the first time to the rex club or whatever those are things we never would have gotten never mm -mm. he's a deeply has historically been a deeply <laughs> private person and when we go through this you know interview cycle and this stuff for the album it also to me feels like it, it crystallizes the fact that tomas is interested in stepping out of you know privacy and 
being a public figure and Guimon is not. And I would imagine yeah. that has to uh, has some bearing on the dissolution of the band. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that so that we got a little bit of insight into that in a couple of these interviews too. They still share a studio. Aww. Which is interesting. Yeah. So they, uh, to, uh, Tomas mentioned that in a couple different interviews. But in a little bit of a divorced parents. Yeah. yeah. Right? So like one week on, one week appar- off. Yeah, that's apparently the situation right now is they share a studio. One of them is in there working on stuff one week. The other one is working on it the other week. But they are still close. They they were pictured together at like an award ceremony yeah. uh, like about a year ago in France. So they're, they're still buddies. They still hang out. But they are like they are completely working separately now. Yeah, Guimon changes the setting as on all of his compressors <laughs> yeah. every, every other oh, week. Yeah. Tomas, you know, he said like he has other stuff in the works solo wise. Yeah. Um, I, I think so. The, there are a handful of developments in this that are exciting uh, outside of the Ram stuff, and we don't. We can talk about that. We don't need to dig too deeply into it because right. we'll, we'll we talk. will do a, a, yes. a comprehensive episode when the whole thing's out. But I like that. Uh, not only did is Tomas going on camera, mm-hmm. right? He's being photographed in his studio. He's being photographed in the places he works on stuff. From every from every uh, story so far, anybody that has run into him in public, he's been really like personable with fans and stuff. There's like it seems like from the Daft Punk fan groups, like if you're walking around Paris, you're gonna bump into him. Right now. <laughs> you know what? So I was thinking about this. Uh, today, you know, and doing a little thought prep for this record with this recording here, but um, you know, it's it's weird to think that like this is a guy who his entire adult life was this mythology. You know, it really was. I mean, so it's like it's interesting to see the time gap between Daft Punk officially being over and him kind of stepping out into the public. And you got to think, you know, like in some ways, is he? kind of learning how to do that yeah. right now right. you know i mean it's it's an interesting thing because no, when they in started a, doing a, this they were teenagers yes. yeah but at this point he's nearly 50 yep. and i would imagine at a certain point it's like oh i don't need to make myself a hermetic celebrity yeah. i can just go out and do press and, and the, whatever at a certain like they they talked a lot uh, in the years of daft punk how much freedom they gave themselves yeah. by divorcing mm-hmm. their personal lives from their public lives but at a certain point after they are Grammy winning right. legends, it was probably a hindrance to their pu- private life that their public life was so was so maintained. It's yeah. probably it's probably very freeing in a certain way for him to be like, right. oh, I can just be a friggin' normal guy. Again. Also, be- the only way you're going to deflate that intense, like, what's Daft Punk doing? What's going on? Is Daft Punk doing this? Is Daft Punk doing that? At this point, is to go out and just talk about other stuff. Yeah. Go out and be like, yeah, I'm working on this, working on that. Daft Punk's closed. I had a good time. Eventually, the more he does, uh, the more solo projects he does, the more he's out, the less people are going to hang on every word. Yeah. Like, uh, Oh, I think this yeah. is a sign they're doing something, and he'll be able to just go yeah. talk about and stuff. Like he's just made a ton of step. Like uh, Devin and I have an incredible and un- un- uh, impressing announcement to make on this very podcast is that um, we each bought uh, the vinyl of Mythology signed by Tomas himself. Yeah. Very cool. Very like, cool. There's just like that is that is something that never ever would have happened in the Daft Punk days, but it's just these little steps he's taking where it's like. I am a normal guy doing normal guy stuff. <laughs> well, and it's probably... It's just demystifying, yeah. It's very fun to wear a costume and play a character in your 20s and 30s. But when you're a grown man with a grown kid, it's got to be like, oh, I don't want to put on a helmet to go 
talk about music. Yeah, that's probably exactly what Larry the Cable Guy's thinking right now, too. Yeah. I don't have to put on this camo hat with yeah, a fishing the lure that on it. Flannel with no yeah. sleeves or whatever. <laughs> it's, I don't know. It's just exciting. That, and, and aside from him doing, you know, stuff on camera, him letting himself be photographed in his studio... I think the most interesting development from this is him going on NTS radio. Yeah. Because NTS, Mm -hmm. you know, that, that, he went on and did uh, like an hour or two hour uh, mix of like some classical stuff and some uh, kind of like down tempo dance stuff. NTS radio was founded in 2011. It's not like that was a part of like Daft Punk's like lineage. You know, it's not like him going on, uh, I don't know, BBC Essential or mix or whatever. This is a newer thing comparatively to their career. Mm -hmm. He's going on and spinning some tunes. That's something we haven't gotten like a a radio set from them. When's the last time in 2000, whatever, like a live 2007. Yeah. We haven't gotten him just going and playing tunes out. No, it it was real. That was a a special treat. Uh, That was something that I listened to. Uh, I enjoyed listening to it. That's a thing I probably won't find myself revisiting. Uh, but there were some really cool moments. Uh, uh, it was a lot of cool, um, weird music. But when he uh, he played something like kind of noodly right at the beginning, and like two minutes in, uh, the Close Encounters of the Third Kind, uh, um, like do 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 do, started, and I like teared up. Uh, it's such like a it's such a Andy cries about that. I every cry week. about that. Ow! I was I was told <laughs> I cried couldn't about talk about like back the music. I cried still- about dude every time every time Tom Tomas farts oh. he fucking tears <laughs> up. <laughs> if I, it, Tomas, I can fucking fart my face if you want to. God, uh, if he wants to, no. If he wants to, no. he can. It's like he's gone on a press tour, just like. Hey, no, I'm done with that. That was fun. It's over. Eh, no, I'm done with that. I got some other stuff going on. It is. It's funny taking a lap around <laughs> all of like the big publications, yeah. just being like, "Yeah, no, we're good. It's yeah. fine. It's just done." Yeah, yeah. And as much as it is bittersweet, you know, his 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 quote of like, you know, I'd rather be anything but a robot right now, or, or I'm paraphrasing. I don't know exactly what the quote was, but like, I mean, there is, there is, there is a part of me that does not ever want the finality that we're getting on Daft Punk but then there's also a part of me that does just want this guy to be able to be yeah. a guy and I'm excited to you know we, we'll, we'll talk about mythologies today but it's it is it's not my thing it is beautiful yeah it is beautiful, beautiful. it's what he wants to do right now and that's great I listening to the give like back to the music outtakes today uh after sitting with mythologies for a little while I just the thought was ringing in my head like what if he took this shit he's been working on for the last couple of years and pointed it at a poppier sound yeah. with that big lush human element that that like i i just i know that he's got shit in the works and it's re- really exciting the i would love to get like an andy cato style yeah. solo record oh, from him and no. i we're gonna get music from him he <laughs> said it in amazing. the press you know yeah. It's it's yeah we're gonna get music from him I the 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 interviews he's been giving in the the last month or so I think uh, the, the the hope that some folks are clinging to that Daft Punk is going to be back in some iteration read the words he is saying it there's a finality to it that I think we should we should yeah. listen to I think that there is there, we say there, that on this podcast. 
almost every episode. We're like, they're never going to get back together, and we have to respect it. They're probably going to get back together. I think. <laughs> that being said, that being yeah, they're never going to get back together. That being said, but what twenty twenty seven? You know what? Twenty twenty seven is right around the corner. You know what I think is 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 true is the 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 if in some world there is some type of Daft Punk reunion, it will not be shrouded in the. You know what I mean? The, yeah, it right. will be. Tomas has gone on and done things. Hopefully, mm-hmm. Gimon goes on and does some things. And if they get together to do a special Fucking Daft Punk thing, it won't be shrouded in the need to be yeah. the robots. If you it, know, yeah. If if there was something in the future, the helmets would be a thing of the past. I think, so and too. I think the what where where we're at with it, with the finality that they're bringing on the installation of it. If there was something in the, it wouldn't be. It would not be like a cash grab legacy no. thing. No, they would get together because they had something that they wanted to. work They would on get together. together because they listened to three friends on a <laughs> podcast talk effusively about them for seven days yeah. straight. You know what I, I was thinking about too? You know, it's what like, are those Americans said he, he would let me fart in his face. <laughs> we gotta do a reunion show. We gotta do a reunion show for that guy. <laughs> Think about how sad we that guy's life is. Show for everybody except him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We do I, not let that guy anywhere near the arena. I mean, this like this like exercise in uh, demystifying Daft Punk. It's it's the entire thing that's happened since the breakup. Right? You, they break up. They let everyone else talk about it for a year. Yeah. They start pulling back the curtain on some of the homework stuff and giving that out to fans. And you know when we're saying like, well, at a certain point, I was like, yeah, no, we've already seen the story. Well, this is our. Yeah, we know. That's its own way of deflating what's going on. Every time they so give too. out some more stuff, it just reduces the the intensity yeah. and the mystery around it. And then we had a year of that homework stuff, and then they announced the RAM thing, and then we have a little cycle of that, and yeah. then Tomas does this. It's like, yeah. let everyone else talk about it. We'll yeah. start to kind of uh, pop the bubble a little bit, like, and I then mean, now we can go do this. It totally goes back to the you know episode one that we recorded here. That Phantom the Phantom Menace. Menace. <laughs> yeah, the Phantom Menace. I <laughs> know uh, the uh, the opening the opening kind of quote um, that we started this whole podcast out with. Uh, you know, in the you know again paraphrasing, but like the importance of controlling the narrative. Yeah. You know, and this is I think. None of this is haphazardly done. None of this is accidental. And I do think that, Devin, you're, you're right. I mean, I think that this is a way of of being human after all. Yeah. Well, you know, and, and, and that's like, good. There is a lot of reason to have an, an iron grip over your narrative and your story when you're coming up. Yeah. And especially when you're at the when you're, height of your fame. Especially when you're 20 or whatever. And, yeah. you know, you're you're a fucking walking liability at 20 years old. I don't care who you are, right? Yeah. Like it is important to, you to, have to have this, this iron, you know, you have to have a, a hold on it. But like at a certain point to a guy who's got, you know, kids in his twenties, who's, you know, like 50, it's probably a little bit easier to like lose some. It's like, Oh yeah, I could talk about my mom in the press or I could talk about yeah. what I'm into or I could go play some stuff. You don't need the same level of control yeah, as right. you do when you're at like the peak of the machine. And I think you too, know? An- another thing that I think is, is, is kind of just true across the board about art is, you, you know, if, if you feel like you are locked into a character or you are locked into one style of music and that isn't what you want to do any longer as an artist, you know, that, that, that sucks, man. That's not what you want for anybody. I hope Tomas knows that we love him even if he's not a robot. <laughs> you know? And and like yeah. it's it is important. It's important. You know, I think it's it's good that he's 
doing stuff that he wants to do. I'm yeah. excited by it. Can I'm we, excited by uh, it. Can we listen to a little, little clip of that? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Give so, music? oh, uh, yeah. So, just they've they've teased a couple of the things that are coming out on this Ram Deluxe Edition. The the first big one was the was the um, Todd Edwards one, uh, Fragments of Time. Yeah. The Lose Yourself to Dance limited edition poster, uh, a sixteen-page uh, booklet. Uh, so uh, they released they released the full song from uh, for Fragments of Time. Yes, I was expect I was expecting something like this from yes. that. That was delightful, though. Yes. it's it's not a song. It is you are listening to Tomas, uh, Gimon, and uh, uh, Todd. Todd the God. Todd the God. Uh, listening to loops from the song and figuring out the melody. Uh, and you're you you hear a snippet of them like lock into the song, and you can hear how excited they are. They're talking through it, l- figuring out melodies. You hear uh, Tomas sing uh, without any vocoder on his voice, which is which was delightful. It was just a delightful look at the creativity yes. of the, these guys putting music together and the excitement that they shared it over it. Reminds me of. Um they did that Beatles get back. Yes. Uh, oh yeah. That, yeah. And you, or they did whatever. Um, oh yeah. Beatles. They, uh, <laughs> talk about the Beatles on this podcast. What was it called? The doc. The, it's him writing get back. Yeah. yeah. Where he, you can hear him figure out the riff yep. kind of in real time. I can't remember what it was. Yeah. But that's, it's fun to watch people like figure out the hook. Absolutely. Or you know, you, you bring up the, the difference between today and that and in a way that fragments of time video uh and 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 release kind of got me a little less excited about the other stuff uh Mm. coming because because what i do want is stuff like what we got today this is so exciting 100 percent. there's a couple there's gonna be a couple more songs like this uh um they they have the horizon stuff uh which we've heard people have heard that before that was on the japanese release yep, the pink there's, floyd song yeah there's a there's a couple uh more stuff like this and then there are at least two completely unheard of compositions of songs that they ditched at some point so there's going to be some really exciting stuff on that once got, it comes out in total. i might have said this on the podcast but i've got a theory about this um i think this is the only album cycle where we could have this. Yeah. Yeah. Because this is live musicians recording takes, whatever. Yeah. I think for discovery, that is something, you know, when you're writing electronic music, it's not like you have like 40 demo versions that are like other than what happens. It's mostly like you just keep refining. (laughs) They could have songs that they scrapped. We know they've have songs they scrapped that we, they could dig up, but, but But things like like, this, I don't think we, I don't think we have anything from human after all. No, that was all. That's six weeks of writing and mixing. And then, you know, discover Like even, even the early stuff, like alive comes out of the new way. Yeah. It's like, I don't think, I don't think they're a band who has like a treasure trove of other songs. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't the know. The fact that we're getting, yeah. this is what they're putting out means there's not 40 other tracks from Ram. This is, uh, all right, so we're going to listen to a little bit of this. This is a Give Life Back to Music studio outtakes.
Wow. Wow. I think it <clears throat> says a lot that pretty much the only element from the actual song is uh, those chimes that nobody ever talks about. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? We also we, we learned from Twitter today that that is indeed Mr. Uh, Chili Gonzalez. So I think I think uh, that the, the part he is uh, mentioning is this. They go they go Muppets mode yeah, in the Muppets middle mode. of this. Muppets uh, mode. Let me. Yep. This is chilly. Yes. So they go Muppets mode <laughs> about three or four minutes. Into, yeah. Muppets mode is the term. Uh, this is a term. That is a joke uh, that we uh, we use uh, to talk about touch. Yes. Oh, when that jangly piano comes in, uh, they 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 have a couple moments where they go Muppets mode. I should go Muppets mode. More. Yeah, you should go Muppets mode more often. Um, um, th- this, uh, like, it is unbelievable to me that this is all an arrangement that was uh abandoned for what the song is and this makes me think that like every song on the album could have been a touch type of gigantic journey i'm glad they did scrap it because i I think that if you had an entire record of of this lush orchestration it would sound chintzy after a while yeah you know it would sound like a movie soundtrack this could, like that like what was the idea that this was going to be a a journey in the middle of what give like back to music became like you know what i mean like yeah. what well, they said they did all the piecemeal stuff where they're like we're gonna have you know someone riff on drums for a long time we're yeah. gonna have someone riff on piano and we're gonna cobble it together it feels like they had musicians record a bunch of different parts for a bunch of these songs then figure out what's gonna work and yeah that's unbelievable. If, if every song on the record sounded like this, it would not feel like a journey. I just, yeah. I want, I want to be invited over to listen to all this stuff. <laughs> Tomas did, invite me did. over to, invite me over to listen to. He just, just like, did. He, he invited all the whole of it. world. Over. All of it. Every because like how many hours of this from all of the songs do they have? Yeah, but they I think did also this, you know the fact that they're if, putting it out. Yeah, but it's incredible. Yeah, if you're putting stuff out, I mean, again, I think the theory behind it is probably the stuff that is is going to come out is the best of it. I would imagine, yeah. right? Like, like, and, and that's this, that's great. This is very good. This I agree with you, Devin. Gorgeous. That the album is a perfect album as as it is, and I'm glad that they did it the way that they did it. But this, I am excited about. I yes. really am. I re- yeah. This really fired me up. It was mm-hmm. like, uh, uh, yeah, like I, the the fragments of time thing was cute. I liked listening to them. This is this is the first thing unheard thing from daft punk that we've heard since the release of random access memories uh uh and it's gorgeous and i love it and thank you (laughs) yeah i'm curious what the other stuff's gonna sound like you know because if this is the second single i'm doing air quotes with it because i don't know single i guess yep um what happens when we get into the album release cycle which starts what in a couple weeks or whatever yeah i mean yeah. We're, we're not far off right now it's may, we are may 12th yeah or whatever. We are i mean we're off. recording this on on april april 20th so it's like we're gonna theoretically there's something else coming i feel like they'll probably save the totally unheard ones for the release Absolutely. right i bought the um, record too i've i have a ton of daft punk vinyl uh i don't have a lot of the albums right you know i have tron i don't have homework i don't have discovery i've mostly bought singles for djing but i when they announced this, I was like, I should get this version of it. And I'm glad yeah. I I'm glad I held off on buying the other one because I want this. Yeah. Um yeah, I uh it was uh it's an it's incredible. It is. It's a, another a different look at the creative process again, right? Like you can immediately hear give life back to music in this, but there's no 
it's all totally its own thing. I don't know. It, it was awesome. It very was, cool. Uh, yeah. Very, very, very cool. No notes. Yeah. I feel like this episode is a little bit more about the news cycle stuff than it is about mythologies itself. And yeah. I don't think that is uh, a reflection on the quality of the record. No, I think it's just no. hard to talk about classical music. So let's get into it. Because that was what this was. Th- we we plan to to talk today about that. Uh, uh, um, then this came out the day we were recording, so right. we had to. I mean, had to it slow is. Down. It's much more in line. I mean, the give life back to music is much more in line with what we have talked about and what we're interested yeah. in in regards well, to Daft Punk. Also, but that does not. I, I thought we were going to talk about mythologies when I was under the impression we were just getting the record, but yeah. the fact that we got this press cycle around it because it very well could have I, I was not sure that we would get this right because they announced the ballet they did the performances it was well received i didn't and he didn't do any of this around the actual live ballet he didn't like when they when they yeah right 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 right, right. so it's like i guess i didn't anticipate them doing a, a proper release of the record right it's a, it is now in retrospect now that he's done this cycle it is a little unsurprising we know that like one of his what he thinks is one of his giant career missteps was not doing any press for human after yeah. all. So it makes sense that he would come out and do this. It is, it's uh, it is a pleasant surprise and I'm glad he did. Uh, um, so, uh, 2019, um, uh, a guy, uh, a choreographer named Angelin per, 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 uh, a, a, a right. Fr- get it right. <laughs> Ow. Prelegiokai. <laughs> a, a, a French composer approached. I know. I'm so sorry. Uh, a, a French composer uh, from. Uh, um, France. Uh, France. <laughs> from the Ballet de l'Opere de Bordeaux. The accent makes it bad. Yeah. That makes it wrong. The ba- the ballet de no la- now now we're just now we're just <laughs> the ballet de I don't la sign opera de Bordeaux. <laughs> um, he uh, uh, he had a hit uh, ballet called Ghost, uh, uh, and he was ramping up to do another one. He approached Tomas about scoring it. The original his what he had in his head was that Tomas would come in and do something similar to what Daft Punk did for Tron. Yeah, that he would mix. Uh, um, uh, electronic elements with an orchestral score. Tomas said, "I'm actually interested in doing uh, music that has that has no amplification whatsoever. Right. I want no power." In the in the Pitchfork article, he talked about trying to uh, make music with as little carbon footprint as possible, which is a very interesting way to think about this. I like. <laughs> Uh, he wants to give back for after all those years of using the robot power. Yeah, whatever, right? he, yeah, yeah. He, he did walk around with like a, yeah, a Ghostbusters <laughs> backpack of <laughs> electronics for a while. Um, um, so uh, he said, I, I will do this if but, if I can do that. Yeah, give life. Um, he wants to give life back. He to wants to give life back to music. Uh, he wrote the entire thing himself. Uh, um uh, he said he took over eight, 600 pages of composition notes uh, in that um, uh, he hadn't worked with like composition books or anything since he took piano lessons when he was 12. So that, like, this is that's all. the most fascinating part of the composition of this to me, because I've always, you know, I played trumpet in school for many years and I, I can read music, but I'm not proficient in music theory, you know, mm-hmm. like I can't, uh, if I were to sit down to 
write a song on sheet paper and have someone play it. It would be such a, a, a messy thing. And and to be a person who's just been a knobs guy and a synthesizer guy and like an ear, uh, you know, learner for all these years, for him to go back and then dig into theory, yeah, as a, as an adult, that that it's the same part of him that you know read. 200 magazines on cinematography like to go back in and do that is a huge undertaking yeah, yeah. i mean it's it is it is impressive he, it is an impressive composition that's something it's, i've it's, always felt insecure about is like not not having the uh written uh part of music theory he you know? uh, uh, uh uh on these lines talking about this specific thing he said to pitchfork it was a little bit like climbing a mountain you worry less about style and just hope you're going to get to the top and then back down again um, yeah. This is the. I mean, it, it requires some of the same skill set as uh, you know, putting out Daft Punk records, but in its own way, it is an entirely different thing. And yeah. it, the the, you know what? I, it, I hear what he's saying when it's like I don't like. Yeah, it's hard to figure out what my style of classical ballet score I, is because I just want to figure out if I can do it. And um, I I think it was the New York Times article. One of the most interesting notes from that was that the the actual symphony that was hired to perform it, uh, several of the musicians uh, struggled with um, some of the repetitiveness because at the, at the end of the day, he is Tomas from Daft Punk. Yes. And he is playing with a lot of... Like he's been making this kind of music for 30 years or whatever. And he was writing a lot with like, uh, like the, the same repetition that some of Daft Punk stuff has in, in, um, actual, uh, musicians were like, I, I can't, I can't play the same bar that many times in a row. Yeah. It's like, but that is, that's, that's his music. I mean, I think that like, like one of, one of my takeaways after listening to this whole thing is, is, you know, whether it's Daft Punk or whether it's mythologies, I mean, he he's a guy with an understanding of dynamics in a way that is astounding. I mean, like like I don't know. It's again, this is this is not my thing. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna listen to this all the time. It's not gonna be on my uh, everyday uh, thing. But I I appreciate the hell out of it. It is beautiful. Um, it like it's it's crazy how. Like some of those like low, yeah, those low notes, those really bassy points of this. It, it, I mean, it, it. I don't know, man. It, it, it's, it's, it is cool. It's very cool. I think the wrong lens to listen to this through is listening for Daft Punk stuff. Absolutely, and because you, I mean, you don't. I mean, notably, there's nothing trying to replicate drum yeah. machine percussion yeah. you know or, yeah. or, or your you know specifically really not right? yes exactly yeah. i mean it's, it's not that kind of thing and it's not you know if you're looking for that if you're looking for dance music in the in the the club sense you're you're gonna find zero of that here you know this is yeah. this is ballet the, it this is, is you know there is i think while you're listening to this you 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 the missing piece is the ballet, you know. Like, I mean, that's right. that's because that is part of it. I mean, that's yeah. the whole thing. And I think if you if you want uh, an exercise in, you know, Daft Punk doing orchestral stuff, go listen to the sound, the trance. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, it's, right it's there. already out there. Or the or the orchestral parts of Ram. Right, it's all it is there. Uh, I, that um, I I never knew how deep his roots were toward ballet. I think like it was common knowledge that his mother was a ballet dancer. 
uh, in these this press cycle, he said, "Find common knowledge." <laughs> Uh, uh, Common knowledge for a guy like you. Uh, everyone in the fucking world knows okay, cool, Tomas's cool, cool. mom was a ballet yeah, dancer. It, dude. Dad's a disco guy. Mom's a ballet dancer. Common knowledge. Um, uh, in this press cycle, though, uh, he said that his aunt was also um, that he had an uh, an or uh, an uncle that was a choreographer. So, like, this is this has been part of it. And, and he's he talked about how uh, a return to ballet was very nostalgic for him too everybody's got an uncle that's a choreographer <laughs> i haven't yeah. seen a live ballet in probably 10 years i don't think i ever have that's really fun i like classical music there are a couple tunes from this that i added to my classical playlist yeah. it's uh i think you're right though divorced from the performance itself yeah. it is it is Some a score. Hard to I mean, it's a yeah. score, and a score is is there to, um, to 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 move the the. The, the performance, you I know, and, and that's you know. You it, should cut some dance remixes of this. I I I, I uh, actually I noted out timestamps yeah, on a couple tracks, and, and there are uh, I plan on it. I, I absolutely. You do plan have to appreciate it. that these are two. Uh, this is a guy who's made a career out of dance music, and his big follow up to it is fucking dance, dance music, music. <laughs> dance music, man. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I found the I found this wildly cinematic mm-hmm. uh the, like absolutely ev- i mean i think it's like of kind these... of the definition of of, cin- of cinematic yeah. you know a score is is yeah. cinematic i f- i this is what we drive cinema from yeah. yeah i uh uh my first listen to this i've listened to it a couple times now my first listen to this uh um i made a bonfire in my backyard uh i took my little notebook i sat my little butt down <laughs> And I just wrote down what I was feeling right. from every song, and it, like every, these tell stories. I I saw these these compositions come, yeah, come to life in my friggin' little hell yeah, brain. brother. Yeah, <laughs> I saw stories. I don't think yeah, man, I see stories all the time. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, yeah. go ahead. I have synesthesia, but You're the not opposite. even into the part where you said we're gonna make fun of you for it. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, you guys. Andy are... prefaced this with uh, <laughs> I wrote down notes when I and, and I know you guys are gonna make fun of me. I said I'm gonna have fun. I think I, uh, I'm gonna have fun listening to you guys make fun I of. I would me. never make fun of someone for expressing their relationship to art, but except right now. Yeah. Except <laughs> right now. This is the only time. Um, uh, yeah, it was, uh, uh, it, I had a great time. I listened to it again uh, today. I, um, I thought, like, it is set in setting, and I made, yes. I made a deal yes. out of it the first time. I was, uh, I was curious about going back to it without being able to, like, fully jump in i put it on my headphones this morning while i was like getting ready and, and uh doing chores uh i had a great time i was prancing around doing yeah. my laundry and I, stuff. I will, i'm gonna i echo, was prancing uh, i'm gonna echo set and setting because i've got perpetual techno brain these days and i you know i listen to a lot of sets nonstop uh while i'm working or, or while i'm doing stuff and um the first time i turned mythologies on uh, I literally I was listening to uh, Mallgrab's Melbourne Boiler Room, which is one of my favorite sets right now. And then I turned on Mythologies after it, and I was just like, I don't, I can't do this. Um, and and I I was I was pretty turned off on it. But then I you know I I reset because I was like I told Andy I'm not really interested in this, and he was like, you know, in in more or less words, the same thing. Set fuck and you. Setting. <laughs> yeah, fuck you is what he said. But no, I I, I took a shower, I made some food, and I kind of relaxed my brain, and I turned it on in in a more calm setting. Um, and 
It is. It is very, very beautiful. Um, yeah, it is. It, it is. It is awesome. When I'm listening to, I try not to listen to too much music passively, right? Just because it, it, it yes. you know, it does kind of like take some of the sheen off of what I like about it. Yes. But with sets, it's like I'm putting on a set, absolutely, in the background, and then if I hear a song that I like, my ears perk up. I look up what it is, and then I, you know, go grab it from Beatport. That feels more like, you know, I'm just kind of crate digging, right. listening for stuff. But this is not that. No, this and when I, you know, that. when I, there's something very fun about, especially with good headphones, like laying down and putting on a record, yeah. and that's all I'm doing. I'm not looking at my phone, but I mean, it takes patience. I, we've done it a few times with Ram, you know, and in the same fashion where it's, you know, like we're gonna sit down and we're gonna listen to this actively together, right? I'm and put I think on my that smoking jacket, get out my pipe, <laughs> smoking jacket. I'm get, <laughs> you show up from my house with a smoking jacket. You're not welcome. <laughs> I'm gonna get a snifter of brandy, yeah, right, and a satin smoking jacket, uh, and I'm you know gonna, what's gonna suck about the ram with the outtakes is like ram was composed in such a way that like we're gonna put you know a song in f here because it flows this way yeah so you're gonna go you know when it, when that comes out i'm excited to listen to it but it is going to be this front to back incredible listening experience this journey mm-hmm. and then 40 minutes of other stuff yeah. you know yeah. like it is not going to be like this right. like right. Co- as I, cohesive I, I like the horizon overture into horizon is part of the album in other parts of the world yes i've never listened to it that way i'm curious about that mm, i've true. never listened to all of it with that at the tagged on the, about the end oh. i mean like contact is such a is such a i love contact it, like so like you all know that i love contact it is going so to be much. very weird to listen to it front to God, back and then just track. there's more more after contact that's it not that, that horizon is my favorite tune by any means and i understand why it's left off the release in in some markets but it is like a a direct uh exercise in psychedelia yeah, it really is and then like rock and roll psychedelia unlike you know chemical <laughs> brothers dance psychedelia or daft punk's more psychedelic but, i mean stuff. touch right touch, yeah. touch is psychedelic yeah as hell. but absolutely. like it is, but like Horizons is like yes. a psych rock band, right? It and it's I, that does make me wonder. Like, there's an interest that they yeah, have absolutely. there that they don't really explore in that way anywhere else. Maybe we'll get something. Maybe we'll. Get I hope something. we do. So, what do you got, Andy? Uh, what do you got I for don't us? know that we. I don't know that there. Uh, it would be a particularly helpful exercise to play clips off this. No, I think that you should go listen to go it. Go listen to it. Headphones or, or shut nice this off right and- now. <laughs> No, don't shut us off ever. Shut up! Sh- shut us up. No, play, us the, play the album and this play the simultaneously. Yeah. It's actually yes. like the Wizard of Oz kind of situation. We're um, going to. We should do a commentary. Actually, our entire yeah, our entire uh, this registry of episodes syncs up. This that syncs would up. suck. It's an hour and a half of us going. Oh, that's cool. Oh, oh, oh yeah. yeah, that part's really. Loud. Oh, that rocks. I like oh, that. Tight, oh, this part. Do you hear that? Oh, did you hear that? No, I. But for real though, we we would uh, strongly encourage every single so, one of you to find some time. It's not. Not that long of a thing. Uh, put some headphones on it and, yeah. and, and actively listen. It's ninety minutes. minutes. It's ninety minutes. I, I, my sincere hope at this point is that they some they at some point they put out the DVD with the actual show. I think you can I would get the, the videos online. I is think. it? I did. Yeah. Is it the whole thing? Know. I've never seen more than uh, like uh, a minute long clips. If that's true, 
Um, freaking well, send it to me. Yeah, send it to me. Send me a link. I'm Please. not. Yeah, well, Discord's gonna get pissed at us if we do. <laughs> the Discord's gonna. I'll fight the Discord. Hey, you. I'm not. Discord people. I'm sorry. I love you. I, it is my fault. I I I sent it to a couple of the people that run the Discord. I'm like, you we sent got my video. Well, you put it on YouTube, <laughs> but I got taken down. And yeah, I know. And I've respected yeah. the privacy. I was like, hey, hey, I guess a hits up, guys, and they were like, oh, they don't want it up. Yeah, I uh, I did. I put it on YouTube because I wanted people to be able to see it who missed it. And yeah. then as soon as they started. Definitely. Flagging yeah. it and taking it down. I, you know, yeah. I, I, I took it off. I have it on a drive. And the limited sorry. time thing's a gimmick anyway. Yeah, like you I know what? Tomas is beyond that now. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, we're not gonna play clips of this, but we're, we'll we'll go through track by track. Uh, 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 arrangement one, uh, premiere movement movements. Yeah. Uh, just a nice little intro. Are you giving us your down, thoughts? Okay, you're giving us down, track by track thoughts. Cool. Uh, quiet beauty into powerful crescendo. Hell yeah, man! That's all I got. I for agree that with one. that. There's actually. a couple. There's a I couple agree. coming here that I didn't have very uh, powerful reaction to. There's some that I did. <laughs> yeah, so is the crescendo the point that you've cried your first tear? Uh, uh, I was already. You were already I, weeping. <laughs> yeah, I was already weeping. <laughs> I was already sitting by his fire like, outside, yeah. just bawling. Yeah, tears of joy. Crescendo I was already using joy. my tears to lubricate my Jo session. <laughs> <laughs> we made it a while before we talked about Jo. <laughs> I wonder how modular this is meant to be, right? Because we're supposed to watch this in real time with a ballet. Yeah, and it's like, it's. I wonder what it's like. I mean, so they're each individual compositions, the, but they're each individual compositions. The actual show is uh, each of these is directly inspired by a different myth, be it Greek or Roman or Norse. It's some every one of these is inspired by an actual myth, uh, and then the show incorporates Busters. That. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ghostbusters and Mythbusters. Mythbusters, <laughs> Ghostbusters. I've never, I've never busted anything paranormal. <laughs> no, I very few have. If you do it, you get a cool car, though. Yeah, a hearse. A hearse. Uh, uh, arrangement two, Le Catch. Uh, I somebody who's French and listening to this just is laughing. I'm at every, sorry. I know it's not your fault. We're we're here in Detroit. I get it. I get it. We, we, we don't have these skills. En français. I wrote down for this. Bassoon is our funniest instrument. Yeah, it uh, is. Again, like you said, I was going to make fun of you. I agree with every take you've given us so far. Bassoon. Uh, it, bassoon is uh, the fancy equivalent of a, of a jug. <laughs> <laughs> I don't read instruments funny. Uh, I said that this uh, this song is uh, a cartoon bear creeping through the woods noise. <laughs> I'm gonna make fun of that. <laughs> yeah, that's this, one. I, this I, uh, okay, you know what? I said we were gonna play clips, but tell me that this isn't a cartoon bear creep, creeping through the woods. Uh, you can play it. I'll tell you that. Fuck it is. Yeah, right. It this is. is a cartoon bear creeping through the woods. I mean, I, I, what what is the myth in this one? I don't know yeah, the answer to that question. Part. You say a cartoon bear creeping through the woods, and that's because all of our early animation, the shorts before movies, yeah. are scored by classical music. That's true. They're they Looney Tunes, I will, and they're all, like they're. Yeah. It's all stuff scored to classical I music. I will say, uh, uh, I do not have a ton of uh, uh, experience with classical music. Uh, I've never. Uh, a couple months ago, I went onto the classic music subreddit. I was like, I am a I'm a greasy old house music head. 
if I wanted to like hear some of this, what should I listen to? And a bunch of people sent me cool recommendations, and I have been listening to a little bit more yeah. classical lately. It's a nice, nice way to like unwind. Uh, so I am dabbling in these waters, but th- but I do sincerely thank him for putting this out. He didn't ha- he didn't have to put the record out. It, like um, it is wildly different. But like my favorite musician in the world exposed me to something that I w- <clears throat> I never would have sat around my bonfire listening to a, a score for a ballet. No, that's cool. Uh, and I I really appreciate. The fact that like my favorite musician kind of opened me to to an experience that I never would have sought out myself. He was talking sure. about inspirations for this, and he had some more like uh, like baroque inspirations. But uh, he also talked about uh, and he played some on NTS Radio. Uh, you know, like American minimalism, yeah. like Steve Reich and Philip Glass. It's very fun. I love Steve Reich and I love all of his composition stuff. And it's weird and repetitive and like polymeter and. It's, I've never connected Daft Punk with that, uh, and I don't know that you've directly heard Steve Reich influences in Daft Punk's music, but oh, I have for like music that <laughs> is uh, arranged for like you know twelve guitars yeah. or whatever, with all these like it's all loops, and it's very fun to to get to connect it to this because I'm so interested in that for its own reasons. The part of me that likes math rock and, and likes classical stuff. It's very fun to see it pop up in this. What did the uh, sales manager say to me when I had no money? Get your Baroque ass out of here. <laughs> I, think, uh, I think that'll be it for us today. <laughs> I, think, uh, we'll, uh... I gotta get one fucking wordplay <laughs> bit in here. Come on. This is what the people... If you want this is what one person comes that's for. That's what the There's person one person wants. out there who wants my puns. There's and, and you, you're welcome. If you want to hear Andy's commentary on the other 22 tracks, uh, find <laughs> the most crazy-eyed person you can at a festival. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Find the guy so grinding his teeth the most. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, find the guy. The guy. Find the guy that looks like he needs a piece of gum. Pupils <sighs> uh, <laughs> like saucers. Uh, I also wrote down that this this song is about a little old lady's cabin in the enchanted forest. Sure, man. I came up with a. You know, gr- I, but I think I think David's right. I think that we hear these fairy tale yeah. style things because fairy tales and 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 early animation and classical scores are are you know ingrained in our and heads. the only exposure you have to classical music uh is like going to see like you know the stuff at school assemblies yeah. or whatever right you yeah know, you go on a field trip to go see you know so it's like i think for a lot of people their vocabulary for it is very much like you know yeah dumb enchanted guys like force. me enchanted force. yeah dumb guys but again i think that that's you know like if we're talking about that's good i think that, yeah. that these we're talking about yeah, mythology absolutely. and this is f- f- fantasy fairy tales fairy tale stuff um three num- uh, number three is uh Thalestris. uh all i wrote for this one was my god he's a master of tension and release uh, it's a he's a man who understands creating mood inducing music better than anyone else on the planet. I agree with the most of that. <laughs> it's um, funny that stringed instruments are literally the sound is created by tension on strings, yeah. and the most tense noise in the world is like a bunch of violins yeah. winding up. You know? Psycho, the movie. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I I'm, you know. 
I'm I'm gonna agree with you to a point, but I'm gonna say the Chemical Brothers are are it's a little bit better at <laughs> tension. They're ten, they're tension guys, and you know what? I, okay, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> One day, if you, want, if you want tension in a movie, you play really. No, I, I do yeah. agree with you. One I day, do agree with you. Uh, um, we're gonna sell tickets. Uh, we're gonna put. Uh, we're gonna dig a mud pit and sell tickets, and and, and Darren and I'll duke out once and for all who's better, in a, who's number one, and who's number two. In a mud That's pit. gonna be the argument here. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry for bringing up the couple brothers again, you guys. No worries. Uh, um, uh, number four, um, Legimo one, right? Uh, I uh, this one one I didn't have particularly uh, um, strong uh, thoughts on. I just said it was daunting. Moody uh, and scary. Cool. Um, number five, uh, Le Amazons. Uh, this one is so light, so airy, fanciful, fanciful, magical flying fish skittering along a moodlit pond. The ripples stirring the surface into a dreamy I wonder. Where your head's at, but you lost me a flying <laughs> fish, man. You lost me a flying. You don't know. Fish. You know what I'm talking about? I do know what you're talking about. I just, uh, yeah, no, I, I get it. I get it. I, I, I get <laughs> a it, flying man. fish. Oh yeah, they got little those guys. Yeah, they got little wings. It's guy. Yeah, they swim, but they fly. They, yeah, they they're really fly. just jumping. Uh, all right. Yeah, in in Buzz Lightyear's just falling. Yeah, exactly, man. You know yeah, you dude. Get it. Fucking get it. <laughs> Fuck you. You fucking get it. Uh. Number six, Le Arrive de Alexander. Yeah, nailed it. Uh, probably. Uh, this is Nosferatu entrance music. <laughs> okay, I get behind that. Yeah, right. Uh, it absolutely is. Uh, uh. <laughs> what that's a funny laugh no it's fine the hunted's jittery prance to the exit <laughs> yep that's right so this this one was this i remember this is a song of a guy trying to get out of nosferatu's castle Got that's it. what that that's Got what it. that song you should is write a, you know what you should do is you should just set up a camera and you should reenact your scenes to his ballet i'm all right with that yeah, yeah you should do it i would i would watch that yeah all right there was yeah <laughs> I, yeah, I'm, I'm on board. You sold me. Nosferatu gets him in the end. By he the gets way. him. Nosferatu yeah, gets he does him. A, the guy doesn't get out. That's fine. That German. That German vampire. He's German, right? Nosferatu's German. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Sure, man. <laughs> Whatever. Correct me if I'm wrong, audience. Uh, seven is Trey Nuiz. This one is very intense. Uh, uh, I loved it. Um. <laughs> oh boy. All right. So, uh, uh. Darren, yes. This is a baby chipmunk waking up for the first time to a beautiful spring day. Yep. He breaks through the brush and do it uh, an exhilarating wildflower bloom. Uh, then the chipmunk breaks into a sprint, ignited by the shock of a world bigger than he could have ever imagined. Cool. And by the end, the chipmunk becomes a man. That's your thought yeah. uh, after hearing the song? Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. The chipmunk- I like that. I would, I would pay to see you act that out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 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 on my previous quote, Nosferatu is German expressionist, so I was right. Yeah, those Germans love to express. <laughs> they do. <laughs> Count Orlock? Count Or you're right. You are correct. He, uh, is that the real Nosferatu? Uh, Count his Orlock. Character's name it. is Yeah. Uh, Count Orlock. I think the actor's name is Max Shrek. Shrek? Yeah, that's all right. right. Now you're talking. But not how you think. Wait, he's his name isn't Nosferatu? 
Nosferatu. I've never. Is, I don't know anything about it actually. I, I believe long I fingers. I don't know enough about this to comment on it. And I've never seen it in the. In the I'll say a in lot the of correct things. state of mind. To, yeah. I'll say a lot of things confidently. I'm not going to delve into 1920s German expressionist yeah. uh, films with confidence right now. Nah. No, thank you. <laughs> um, number eight, uh, Dene. I didn't. Uh, it's a moody track that I didn't have a strong emotional reaction to. Okay. Uh, nine, Zeus. Uh, the nature of these builds is such that it it feels like the start of every song uh, is a, a like a character waking up to a new discovery. Yeah, every one of these is like somebody. It's it feels like somebody learning something about the world or themselves, uh, which I really appreciated. Uh, like every little one told a, a story. Uh, um, and this one was uh, a comfortable, drowsy morning and the realization that you don't have anything to do today. Wow. <laughs> What an exciting day for me. <laughs> Number ten is maybe Zeus. This is pro- this might be this is a real highlight. This yeah. might be my favorite one. I agree. Um uh this is where I teared up. <laughs> this is this, this is, is it. Where. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh it's just a really effective, powerful so this, emotional. Give light moment. back to music when he played close encounters on NTS radio. You know yeah. he cried when he saw those bunnies. Oh, I, yeah. There's bunnies in my yard. I can't. I can't tell. I can't tell my wife. But my neighbor told to me today that um, their dog has killed three of them so far. <laughs> oh, no. I can't tell Anna that. You are. No. I appreciate yeah. that you are so confident she would never listen She's to this. She's not going to listen to this. Absolutely are you kidding not. Me? <laughs> my wife loves me. There's no fucking way she's ever gonna listen to me talk about a ballet score yeah, i agree with you hey <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 we're on the same i could say anything in the world about caitlin right now she would never get this far <laughs> never she supports it she cares about it i can say anything in Even the world if you made it this far into the podcast itself you would no one would ever make it this far into this episode no, yeah no, absolutely not, not yeah uh yeah that one might be my favorite one uh 11 yeah. You know what we should do? Should you know how like they did Dragon Ball Z Kai where they like did the abridged version? Yeah. We should cut together the entirety of this podcast the but into cut? like 15 minute episodes. That would be fun. <laughs> That'd be really funny. Be one. That's one for the box set. The yeah. 20 year box set. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Good Grab Podcast box set. Baby. Yeah. Box set of a podcast. That's going to happen. There's going to be criteria. The best show on uh, WFMU yeah. did it, but that was a call-in show on the radio. Right. What does a box set of a podcast look like? Should we cut this to wax? <laughs> yeah. Just <laughs> um, when... Uh, um, <laughs> like a giant eight-foot like, pizza or something. $9,000. <laughs> uh, when uh, Harris Whittles died... Uh, uh, to raise money for his foundation, Harris uh, Comedy Bang Bang did uh, pressed oh, yeah. his the the parks the farts and procreation episodes to wax and sold them to like raise money I, for his. I invited everyone I'm friends with on Facebook to like one of my pages, and it showed the pending ones. And I'm friends with Harris Whittles on Facebook. <laughs> I was like, cute, awesome. I was like, Oops, he's he died. <laughs> Eleven, uh, Le, Le Gorgons. <laughs> mischievousness into real malice this was like so the 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 gorgons uh medusa from well medusa is, a, is a, and also is a from gorgon. small sword soldiers yes it's also <laughs> from small, small soldiers soldiers, small soldiers gorgon oh, right Gorg- gorgons are medusa medusa is a gorgon yeah. correct yes so, ha- oh. so that makes sense when you're, you said menacing um um what I th- did you say? No, like um this is somebody who this song was uh, like somebody who uh is just like playfully bad 
but gets caught up in something really bad and gets over their head like they like they, like gets over their head with, okay. with malice. I agree. Uh, um, a scallywag who escalated scallywag. into actions with dire I consequences. I guarantee you, Tomas never thought this is a scallywag. This is I'm, I'm, I, you know what? He's like, this is a scallywag <laughs> okay, song. Uh, that's fine. He's, this, yeah, this is a scallywag song for sure. Um, uh, twelve re- Renaissance, punishingly beautiful builds that sneak up on calm, quiet cool. vistas of sound. All right, vistas of sound. <laughs> Thirteen is villain layer shit. Yeah, Liminator. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, I also right? did not uh, look at the names of these as I was going. Yeah, I didn't no, want. Right. I didn't want to be tipped. I mean, honestly, that's pretty impressive then, because you're kind of nailing the, the feel. <laughs> it's of no, these it's that he. He did it. He did it. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, this is villain layer shit, though. It'd be funny if you took credit for this music. Oh, yeah. I'm smarter because I got it than him is for doing it. His, him, like... The construction of that sentence. Is- <laughs> I'm smarter than him because I got it than he is because I'm he smarter made. than he got because I... I got it. Your command so of French what? is... Uh, is uh your command of english in, in uh, is, yeah. <laughs> is my command of the english language is uh, <laughs> tepid at best tepid. uh the, so this this is a song about the bad guy at the end of his uh rope cool he's getting more desperate and chaotic that's uh, the minotaur he's losing one. his grasp on the situation uh uh and it is uh, his last brash but ineffectual grasp at power that the power he once commanded. Okay. Yeah. Tomas <laughs> <laughs> would. I would love to hear him listen to you do this. I, I, I think he would love it. I think he would like it. <laughs> I'm not saying he wouldn't like it. I just would love to see him listen to this. Um, the next song um, is. Uh, 14 I didn't write anything down for 15 um, uh, this is a song about um, uh, uh, f- discovering uh, the weight of a world more powerful than your own and you can f- you can guess what I, I don't know what that means yeah man <laughs> I, yeah I'm just writing shit down at this point yeah I hear you uh, <laughs> uh, 16 is Aphrodite uh, it's a lighter flower song I didn't have uh, much to say about um, seventeen lenades, <laughs> a silly little romp that ends with a woeful encounter. Uh, uh, eighteen was another one I didn't have a strong connection to. Uh, now we're getting into the the end though. Uh, um, nineteen, um, circumvolu- circumvolutions. Uh, we're getting towards a furious conclusion. Uh, um, I, this is, like, the character deciding that inevitable actions are on the horizon. Um, and, uh, 20 as well is, uh, um, uh, there's despair. Um, they're making the decision to face the final straw. Um, uh, yeah, and, and we get to the, the conclusion. 21, um, uh, Iker uh, is uh, the stress of unresolved pursuit. Uh, so uh, they're like, uh, um, we're, yeah, they just uh, do not have a resolution yet. Uh, uh, work is being done, but the payoff is unsure. 
Um, so too close to the sun. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So like we're putting all this time and effort into something we can't we can't know what the end is. I was my my uh, comprehension of uh, mythology is uh, limited. I've I've never been like a, a huge into mythology. I was yeah. surprised at how many of these myths I knew. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think that the, I think it was a purposefully well-known ones um yeah i again i i really hope the video exists of the whole thing because i would love to see the dance um 22 uh dance funebre uh this is the fallout this is the morning after the mood is somber uh um and uh no matter what side uh, you're on the dawn clears uh but the destruction is overwhelming wow <laughs> the yeah <clears throat> victory uh, 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 what does victory look like when when it's this this? Uh, what does devastating? victory look like when it's shrouded in destruction? Yeah. Do you weep for the dead or do you celebrate the living? <laughs> Is that what you wrote? Yeah. Oh jeez. Andy doesn't weep for the dead. Andy uh, does not have the same reverence for death that other people. I have. don't. <laughs> I don't have. I don't have. The, <laughs> is that a callback to this podcast? No, no that's I think a, call, that a callback to our. Life. I'm just so when I get that on record because that is uh, I, truly the words of someone who is going to eat those words eventually. I in your do life. not have the same. That reference. is truly. Uh, that's For hubris. You, you, <laughs> you wait. <laughs> All right. What else we got here? Last one. Last one. The end is here. The va- the losses are vast. The victories came at too high a cost. Uh, death comes for all, even those who are not at peace with their time on Earth. All right. And with that, we did it. Yeah, we did it. We did Mythologies. it. Mythologies. Uh, but but seriously, uh, you you at home, uh, headphones, listen yeah. to this actively. It is beautiful. Um, it, it is, if, if you are just- Eat a gummy and fucking eat a go gummy. nuts. Yeah. Uh, but no, but, but for real, I mean, it, it is a beautiful, it is a beautiful uh, arrangement of, of yeah. beautiful sounds. There's tension, there's release, there's a plot. You can hear it. It's palpable. Um, I, I do also hope that there is uh, footage that we can I would watch love to see the whole performance. Um, I, would, I would be down to do that. And yeah, like, if you love Daft Punk, go into this uh, with the understanding that your your favorite musician, uh, uh, in this case, Tomas, uh, uh, is inviting you into a world that you might not occupy. Uh, uh, that I I I really appreciate uh, uh, that this exists and that I got to experience it. Uh, uh, I'm a big f- I love this for what it is. Uh, uh, I'm not somebody who's going to start seeking out other ballet scores, but I, uh, I, I just, it was very fun to listen to yeah. this. Yeah, absolutely. A plus. A plus. Yeah. Well, my, my favorite album. <laughs> well, we did it. We did mythologies. Yeah. Um, you guys want to, want to move on to, uh, everybody's favorite, everybody's segment. favorite segment. My burps to your barps, my burps to your barps. It's always been called that. It's always been called that. Uh, every week here on the podcast, uh, we end with, uh, each of us playing a snippet of a, a track that we, uh, are, uh, oh, we into didn't right say now. This. uh, Cedric did the album art. Oh yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, um, somebody who's, uh, uh, Cedric Hervé, who's, uh, worked with Daft Punk yep. a bunch in the past. Uh, yeah, cool. Uh, and it's cool. Yeah, the, yeah, it's very. It is yeah. very cool. Um, uh, he, 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 like, uh, Tomas, like, specifically asked uh, that they could use like uh, the 
the ballet, the National Ballet's like old logo, so it could <laughs> look cooler. Like, yeah, older is cooler. Yeah, older is cooler. Anyway, this. Uh, so, uh, what does this, this point mean? In- if you go to Cedric's LinkedIn right now, it says Co Smurfer, the Smurf Society, one year, one month. Hell yeah, dude! Whoa, he means he's been smurfing up a Smurf. You Smurf? Yeah, you son of a Smurf. Hey man, so Smurfs. Is hey man, hey man, <laughs> hey man. Don't say that stuff here. Hey keep that stuff off the podcast. Yeah, don't say that on yeah, mic. We're gonna have to bleep all those Smurfs. Yeah, we're gonna have to Smurf those Smurfs. You Smurf. There's a collaboration <laughs> for NFTs. Oh, oh, that's disappointing. Oh, that is disappointing. I thought it'd be something more exciting. The than Smurfs that. and Web three messaging protocol unlocks a new era of Web three gaming. Web three ga- Cedric's into Web three gaming. Yeah, I hope that works out for him. Yeah, I'm gonna keep for the time being. I'm gonna keep all my tokens fungible. <laughs> 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 just for right now yeah, fungible tokens yeah. all right cool my borp seer black yeah so every uh we're gonna play we're each gonna play a song that we're uh, we're into right now could be something new could be something old could be something we just discovered could be something that we've loved for a while could be something we made could be something we made and in that vein darren why don't you go first yeah i'll go first so i um i have been uh for a handful of months now i have been uh, alongside uh Kevin, Kevin, uh, a musician and, and, and great friend of ours, uh, we have formed an electronic duo uh, called Mod House. Um, and we, uh, as you're listening to this, uh, we recently uh, put out a, 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 an EP, a live EP. Um, and it is uh, front to back a live um, analog techno set that we played uh, back in March. Um, and um, we're really excited about this project. Uh, this is the first thing we're releasing is a live EP. Um, everything that we do uh, live, we, we, we improvise on the spot. Uh, he plays a modular uh, setup. I play a collection of, of, of a mixer, a drum machine, and a couple standalone synths. Um, and I'm very, very excited about this project. Uh, so go check us out on the streaming platforms. But what I'm going to play right now is a, a little section of the second track on the live EP uh, called Elevation. Hell yeah. yeah man, I'm so excited about this project. Yeah. We've been working really, really hard. We've got uh, we've got a couple singles in the work uh, and, and some some more produced stuff, but we thought it was fitting yeah. to, to have our first release be a live thing because it was born of the the live uh, performance. Every fucking come every month every fucking month that goes yeah, like you uh, guys yeah. could come we, see we this run shit a, happen. We run a monthly show uh, in, in in here here uh, in Hamtramck, Detroit um, called Soundwaves, uh, where where Madhouse plays an hour long set, and then uh, you know you can get some Devin Jetski techno, you get some enthusiast, uh, and, and we we have a couple guests, but yeah. Um, a uh, big, uh, big good ground records presence on all of those nights. Absolutely, come see us play music. Do it. Do what do you got, Andy? Uh, I'm gonna play a song from Renato Cohen. Uh, I, I'm a recent. Uh, I recently discovered him. He's a Brazilian producer, uh, and I just uh, I've been really enjoying, um, uh, really enjoying him lately. Uh, um, all right. Uh, yeah, here we go. Yeah. 
I like that yeah. sound. Uh, yeah, that whole uh, that whole album, sixteen billion drum kicks, is a joy to listen to, and I would recommend it. It's a good name for a record, right? <laughs> right. That's funny. Yeah, I uh, I posted a um that like a thing to that, and he responded. Wow. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's out there doing stuff. Um, he's he he was remixed that vowels thing that I played that you uh, that you loved. Oh yeah 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 yeah. That's yeah, him. I like that awesome, a lot. Awesome. Yeah, he's great. Uh, Devin. Yeah, I got uh new chambre. Uh, not new. I mean, it's from January, but uh, groovy, groovy stuff. Hell yeah! That's very cool. That's um, a that like dark filter disc. I know. Th- that I, I like. Uh, if you sent me that and were like, "Check out this demo," I'd be like, "Yeah, that sounds like a jet ski track." Know, it's yeah, not, like it's I a, yeah. listened to it, and I was like, "That sounds like something I would." Make. Yeah, absolutely. Chambray is is another one that uh, I think my introduction to is Claude. Yeah, the live in Detroit. Oh yeah, fifteen uh, live in Detroit. Uh, he does a lot side. of the. Uh, he does a lot of like housey stuff, but then he also does that kind of like weird. The track from uh, Claude's thing, um, it's kind of like this like polyrhythm thing that kind of like falls out of rhythm and then snaps back to it. If uh, a venue is the track, yeah, that yeah, one. yeah, that's a good track. Uh, I don't know. I like I like that dark filtery stuff a lot. Absolutely. Yeah, totally. I've been playing around with that in my sets a little bit. And yeah, yeah. You know what else we should plug? Just while we're doing it, uh, check out Good Ground Records. It's, it's our, our record, record label. label. We've we play, got we throw parties. We throw parties, and we've also I mean, we've had three the last three things that we've put up on Beatport have all been uh, top ten genre releases on Beatport. Um, our most recent one, I Just Piano by Luxesto. Well, now Darren's is the most recent, but uh, go check it out. It's on Beatport. Yeah. We've got stuff on Spotify. We're putting out a ton of music, and the response has been great. So follow our record label and uh, keep an eye on us. Also, shout out uh, Luxesto on the on the master of the, yeah. the Madhouse stuff too. Um, phenomenal he's, producer, he's phenomenal so uh, master good. engineer. So good. Uh, also, you know what else we should talk about? You guys, uh, you guys put us over. I think thirty thousand. Uh, yeah, we 30, had thirty thousand listens. Uh, we had a we had week. we had like six hundred listens yeah. a week or two ago. Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, um, it's, that's phenomenal. Phenomenal numbers for being on hiatus. I know for a we year. haven't put out an episode in a year, and to have you know a couple weeks where we had five six hundred people listening, we appreciate you very much. Absolutely, really. and 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 I, I would again encourage you to interact with us. Follow us on social medias. We're we're Good Ground Detroit. Um, uh, we're we're. Um, what what is the podcasts? Uh, fuck, I should know this. A live podcast, Detroit. Is it a, is it a live podcast, Detroit? Yeah, I think it is. Uh, interact with us. Uh, find us on social medias. Find us on Good Ground. Uh, again, so those of you who have reached out. Uh, <clears throat> it's been so nice talking to you. We really appreciate it. And it's been it's, anytime we can just get to like 
talk about Daft Punk or talk about music with other folks. It's it's the best. Yeah. So I really appreciate everyone who, who chats with us or you know when new stuff happens they send us links you we're guys all, rock i really appreciate it absolutely we're, we're gonna try to be more regular with this we are going to expand uh the scope of the podcast beyond daft punk uh when when stuff comes out uh we'll we'll do another episode um about daft punk when the ramry release comes out and we get to hear all of it uh uh if there's big news we'll do daft punk centric episodes but we're gonna um we're gonna Go beyond. We're gonna. Uh, yeah. We've got a couple episodes um, in the can. Yeah. Um, Simeon Mobile Disco. We're for them to get out. Yeah. Because uh, I, um, I gotta use it. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> you gotta use the can. Frankie Knuckles. We have one on, and uh, and there'll be more. Um, we're gonna keep it dance centric. Um, we might invite some guests to talk about some um dance music that they love. Um, but yeah, and I don't know that it's incredibly relevant, but please keep in mind that, uh, we did record our next two episodes before this. So if there's some continuity errors right. in what we're talking about, what we're speculating on the goose, so, um, we, yeah, we, uh, um, we put the Frankie Knuckles one out, uh, or we haven't put that one out yet since we recorded that one though. Uh, there's been uh, petitions to make. they um, they got preliminary awesome. uh, preliminary Great. so so the warehouse which we'll talk about uh, two episodes from now um, uh, uh, Chicago uh, club where house music was <clears throat> where house yeah. music was born um, it was facing uh, potentially destruction, destruction but uh, I think it was uh, yesterday or two days ago um, they got the preliminary uh, classification for historical protection awesome. um, which is very cool uh, very because cool. I think when we were at recording the episode we had mentioned that um, that it was at risk yeah. uh, at this point in time so there's a little bit of a, a pre-update for you but pre-update um, <laughs> pre-update <laughs> um, I think but, you're hard pressed to find uh, I mean, there there are a few examples, but you're hard pressed to find examples of the singular birth of a genre of music yeah. that took over the world. You yeah. know, there are some blues clubs, and I know there are some rock and roll clubs that have that standing, but this is one place you can point I, uh, to and say that's where house music came um, from, and that's I very cool. Spent a couple nights in Kansas City, uh, Missouri, once, and there's a club there that has national historic landmark status so they get to operate like they did when jazz music was being invented yeah and you go there you go there when other the bars close they open their doors at 2 a.m and you go in there and it's just like this old dank dusty room and people like worldly legendary jazz musicians from around the world just hop in there's no lineup P whoever's there plays you like people come up on stage all the time and they like serve uh drinks until dawn and just like we saw we saw like um the saxophonist from uh like conan o'brien's band who's just cool. like in town and just <clears throat> folks were like hanging out and smoking cigarettes and like going up and playing for a little while and one guy would get down and one guy would go up it was awesome Very so cool. like hopefully like if if the warehouse gets historic status and they get to they, I mean, I would imagine that they would become some type of museum monument, yeah. kind of element. Um, yeah. You know, like Motown Museum we have here yeah, in Detroit. Yeah. Uh, where Getting it's, a $50 million expansion. Yeah, very cool. Very cool. I, I, I love, like, like if if you're with us at this point in this episode, then you you know how much um, you're we free care. Not Anna's but I'm, wife. I'm just saying, you, you <laughs> yeah. know how much. If you're with um, us now, you are not married to any of us. We've mentioned it before, right? <laughs> like like we are we are we are people who are actively participating in music. We make music. We listen to music. We talk about music. I do I do I do want to for a second say I think it's very important to learn the history. I do, and 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 whether it's it's talking about 
uh, Daft Punk uh, and their inspirations or talking about Frankie Knuckles and the birthplace of house or talking about Kraftwerk or talking about semi mobile disco or, or any any of these things that we like to talk about here um, I, I think it, it is uh, you know if, if you're if you're an artist out there or you're a musician out there um, it's a good thing to know uh, whose shoulders you're standing on right now um, so uh, and how hard it is to stand on shoulders yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> so uh, with that with that I think uh, I think that might be it for this one. Yeah. If you're still listening, why? <laughs> why? And if you're on the Discord and you're unhappy about my video, send me send me a message. We'll talk. We'll, we'll talk, talk face to face. We'll handle it. Face to face. Face There we go. Accidentally. Um, so uh with that, uh, I am I am uh, Darren Shelton. Uh you can find me on social medias. Uh, I'm at the most Darren. And if you're uh if you're if you're following stuff, uh, follow Modhouse. Uh we are uh on Instagram as uh, uh Modhouse Detroit. Uh, is is our handle on there? I'm Andy, and I'm at Andy at Andy underscore enthusiast. I'm Devin, and you can find me Devin Jetski Instagram, Spotify, your mother's house, and we are Good Ground Records. So follow uh, Good Ground Detroit um, yeah. on all of the social come, medias yeah, as well. If you're in Detroit uh, or, or in and around here, or if you're going to come through, Day, if you're an artist who's going to come through Detroit, reach out. To reach us. out to us. We have we have shows. We're doing shows all the time. Our next big party is uh the saturday of memorial day weekend come uh come to ghost light uh for a night of cruise ship fun. <laughs> cruise ship themed fun yeah absolutely uh with that uh we will uh we'll we'll, we'll see you next time Bye. no we won't no we won't see you. no no you'll, you'll hear, hear us, us next, all right you'll, you'll hear, hear us, us next time, time. <laughs> <laughs>